Hi, I'm Ashley, a.k.a. Ashley Chubby Bunny. Hi, I'm Ariel, a.k.a. Couverture underscore Louis. And this is TNA, where we yeah. navigate the good, bad, and ugly of our experiences in modern society through a Black femme supremacy lens. Woo! So we are back um, after a very um, lengthy hiatus. And had to get things- Yes, we had to get things together. Um, we both moved. To- Oh my God! Yes, we moved. Um, a lot of has happened. We have a new president. Um, yeah, we're sort currently of we're currently dealing with with winter shit, and you know, I just it's been a, it's been a long few months. So that's why things are kind of put on hold. I don't, you don't really deserve a backstory, but whatever. Um, ah, <laughs> I don't really know. Like, I don't, you know, I'm just giving an update because it's, you know, we get back. We get back. Update, update. <laughs> most of, okay, most of the time we've been spending though, it's like, okay, so we had the thing where it was like just me and Ariel for like a while, just talking every day. Mm. And then what ended up happening was we discovered Clubhouse. Oh my God, Clubhouse, the 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 like the perfect evil, the like the you can see you can see how you can see the potential, but you can also see the damage. Yeah, the the devil's advocate, if you will, of the that app of the apps. I feel like it's a devil as advocate app. It is. It that is. Voice, that voice literally gives everyone a voice. Oh my God, and people who don't deserve a voice, it, it like just be having a voice. Really much, um, very much so. <laughs> It's caused a lot of um, turmoil, a but fat also girl civil war. Yeah, fat girl civil war. <laughs> but it's also brought a lot of amazing people into my life that I'm pretty sure it's helping my quality of life. If we're going to be completely honest, um, because being basically isolated, quarantining in place for like over a year now, even though it's been a different place because I had to go around to the Airbnbs and the sublease and then my apartment. It's like not being able, there's like days sometimes, like if Ariel's not available, like I'm not talking to another person. Like it's just the isolation was really getting to me. So I really enjoyed Clubhouse because like I knew that I couldn't keep up with like my appointments with calling people and checking in with my friends. So this was easier for me because they were like, oh, can we do a Zoom call? This, that, and the third. But I can go in here and just start a conversation or just listen to people and I can just do what I need to do. Yeah, it's really, it was really lit because like, I felt like, again, me and Ashley talk a lot and yeah, I live with another person, but it's like, okay, because I'm used to being around like a lot of people all the fucking time and like see my cousins whenever I want after casting and like, just like communicating a lot. And I didn't realize how much I did it. And then on top of that, like being sick and then having like the whole <laughs> TSW thing and then the eczema and then the pics and like the whole thing has just been ass. So I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I feel a lot better. And it did help. Like, you know, sometimes I couldn't even get on Clubhouse. It did help yeah. speaking to like other people and making those connections and friendships. Although, again, Fat Girl Civil War was 
a doozy. I definitely so, been injured. So basically, the way <laughs> that clubhouse is set up is that it's like it's set up like you know, a la AOL chat rooms, missing um, chat AIM. rooms in the early yeah AIM chat rooms in the early like two thousands and shit, mid two thousands, where you basically just you know you get a name and then you just you can literally either just chat with one person or go into chat and like all these different chat rooms, all these different kind of topics, right? But this has a voice component and it's very intimate almost. Like that's, I think that's where the most of the irritation comes from too. The most of the frustration, because you actually have to hear people say the dumb shit and the violent shit they say, you know, they mean it because they said it. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and with right, their chest, with their intention. So right now it's still in beta mode. Um, it's only available for iOS users. And so the way that it works is that you are given an invitation. So I did the thing where I signed up for it and they were like, oh, we're reviewing your application or whatever the fuck. And then one of my friends sent me an invitation. So that's how like I started sending other people invitations so they can come on the app and stuff. And that's when I started just getting the hang of it. First night, me and Haley did a, she did an introduction thing. And it was also weird because Cecily did an introduction thing at first and was just like, oh, I guess they want me to show you how to use Clubhouse because when a person signs up or used to sign up, it would mm-hmm. like prompt people that they're either like that follow them or whatever the fuck in their network to basically show them how like oh it still their, does that it still oh, does it, that. yeah like they're yeah. open little private rooms so they can show them how to use the app and shit and I was like that's weird but okay I did I'm that when I tried to talk did that when I tried to talk to Honey about it and then he just was like oh okay but like he tried to act like it's not important but like he'd be on there in the fucking Arab rooms and shit so uh-uh, you help him get on with his people and he gonna yeah. act like that. Yes, but um, for the most part, I think the format is very refreshing and I'm tired, but I am tired of everybody saying, oh, we've never had anything like this before. And I'm trying to figure out how to capitalize on it because like we all know, um, black people are the people that made Clubhouse Poppin. Yeah, that's, that's why a, that's at, a first, fact. at first it started off as, a, ooh, it was networking and business shit, networking, business. <laughs> and then like black people started getting on there, making it pop in. Black people started getting on there playing Among Us. Black people started getting on there, celebrities, black celebrities got on there first. And it did feel like an authentically like black app. It was just like, oh, you see people hanging out in other rooms. This was a black person on the on the thing too. Yeah, they changed the little clubhouse icon <laughs> to a white person now. Yeah, the app icon and shit. They change it every month or so, and like to the point where the nigga that was even on there was like famous. He was clubhouse famous for being the fucking app icon, which is so fucking weird. But okay, and like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just really like sometimes I'm just very like, huh, about what's supposed to make everybody special enough. For everybody to pay attention to stuff like that. So it's weird. Being a man, it's like, come on. We already talked about this. You can still, but you can still be a very unremarkable man, like a lot of these men on the app, and have rooms full of thousands of people waiting to hear what you have to say. And it's nothing. Jason Lee does that all the time on there. I don't even know how he has a check. But basically, (laughs) it's something that came right in time, even though it's been a long, it's been uh, up for a while. It's a perfect resource to use um, for connection during the pandemic. And so obviously people started finding more people that they um, identify with on there. And I was chilling with like kind of everybody else at first. Like it wasn't like very much like, oh, it's a fat girl thing until more fat women were on the app. And then like, that's when I started holding random rooms, people would show up. And then the conversations would obviously delve into more like they could either be as 
you know, heavy or as light as they needed to be, but it was just like, it was attracting people to the point where people were like, I've never heard this before. I'm glad that y'all are having this conversation. It's so great to be in a room with people that understand it. And for some reason, I know this is not the format that they used, but it's like, this led to the fat girl civil wars. It did. Uh, <laughs> it absolutely did. It and did. It did. So like, so like, I don't know, like it's just, so I'm going to wrap that up because I don't want to like lament over it. I feel like we were talking about that for months before this, like for the podcast, taking the podcast, I guess we can like clear something up. But basically like, I'm not very well liked in the plus size fashion community because I see everything as a fabrication if it's not progressing the cut like the community why are we doing it like if you're just there for the money you're not going to be honest with everybody about it i see that as fraudulent because you're the one benefiting off of essentially our oppression at this point because you're literally making money off of us not having very many options or access to fashion yeah um and so they're using you to get us to go and buy the fucking wholesale clothes from these like <laughs> from these like people and it's just like but you have nothing to say about fat phobia or nothing whatever they're so like um we're all like technically um uh, plus like i mean we're like medium fat we're mid fat so. we're not doing that right now so basically <laughs> so basically the issues arose when What's her name? I'm not saying her name because like to. she said that she put me on, which she didn't. I'm not putting her on. Yeah, um, let's not because she looked but like one an half, old tired one half bitch. of a podcasting duo decided that she was going to go in a room where they were discussing Tabria Majors and Lizzo. And I feel like I don't know. I wasn't on the app during that time, but I did see her tweets after the fact. And as someone who was a white mother, she very much was true form. <laughs> While discussing the fact that, um, what do you mean colorism? What do you mean light skin privilege? What do you mean, uh, what are we talking about? You're pitting women against each other. We're all fat. We're all black. That shit. So I basically shared those tweets on my page and let everybody know, including her. I tagged her and let her know why I was incorrect. Didn't hear anything from her. Haven't talked about anything. Um, I came on the app after that, and that's when the other talks were happening. And the one that blew everything up was the Lizzo room because I went to Clubhouse to kind of discuss the very visceral reaction I had to seeing Lizzo in basically showing us a detox, um, like what is it called? Sit like a detox tease. No, like a detox sequence because she was showing like going down the days because she had been doing the detox. Yeah, smoothies. Oh, I've been doing it for ten days, like marking off the calendar and shit. I mean the apple and celery, girl, like that. that. So, um, I made a room like that because, like, we all understand what the implications of that are, and I don't understand why that was something that people chose to act like wasn't fat phobia when it essentially was like it like it doesn't i'm not discussing it right now we'll do that on the other side. but it was just like i mean okay. i could break it down pretty quickly well no it's just like we all know what happens once somebody starts doing it because it's never going to be it's never like oh somebody just decided to go to the gym it's like i decided that i'm gonna kickstart this i'm really gonna motivate myself and like you know this time i'm gonna do it so i'm just gonna start with this detox i'm gonna start with this fast and then i'm gonna you know just really push myself which are all like not good for you by the way like these are all not health techniques like the reason why it's just like the worst really quickly is because that's not health that's like not how it starts actually said 
It's like, not like, oh, I'm going to the gym. It's not like, oh, I just integrated like vegetables into my diet, like something yeah. actually healthy. It's literally like I'm doing this detox. I'm not eating because I don't deserve to eat because I'm fat. That's just basically what it is. Um, and then she tried to say, oh, it's because I was in Mexico and I ate a lot of bad food. And now I'm trying to reset my body. All that dumb well, fat shit, shaming. Right? Fat shaming. Um, and then it just, the room went on forever. And it just, it just like, it let me know, which really like scared me that we were so far off from where I thought we were, Um, you know, as it pertains to an understanding of fat phobia and how it operates. And I was just like, so then why do all these people follow me then? Like, why are these people like on my shit all the time? Why are these people in my inbox telling me that this is helpful when like I come on an app like this and I'm, or I'm like saying something like, you know, and I'm saying the same stuff I say on my page. It's not different. And it's met with such a negative reaction because of course we all have different reasons as to why we're like, Oh, we shouldn't be discussing this, which I thought was interesting that people were like, we shouldn't be discussing this. Yeah. And I'm, oh, it's her body. But it was just like, okay, whatever that led to um, people leaving the room and starting their own room. And basically it was a lot of like plus size, influencers and models celebrity adjacent hangers on um (laughs) talking about how you know basically every time i hopped in and out the room though because everybody has different like levels of like what was happening every time i hopped in and out the room they were just talking about why is it wrong to want to lose weight why is it wrong to want to get healthy that's what it was so and then and then they always put the health thing in it and it was super ableist it was very much so but it It got really bad but like in the room that was the reaction room, it was just very much like, you know, them basically just discussing why is this an issue? And like, that's why I'm saying is that I thought we were a lot further along because any way you slice it, it's going to be an issue. But I thought that we had the vocabulary and like the understanding to kind of under, like, you know, be able to discuss why it was. And even when I did, people were still seeing it and finding other ways to poke holes in what we're trying to essentially show as a example of fat phobia. And it's just like, okay, that doesn't change that though. Just because she A, might be doing it because she overdid it on a Mexican vacation or A or B, because she wants to get her health together, whatever the fuck. It's just like, okay, but like, it's going to be inherently fat phobic regardless because this person is doing a detox. And we all know That's that detoxes aren't necessarily something that, is necessary like it's if your purge. kidneys if your kidneys and your fucking spleen and your pancreas don't work then may, that's a problem because those are all things supposed to detox your body naturally exactly and again it's just a pur- it's literally just a purge like they they take these like because she was taking these pills and it was like all this extra shit and a lot of times people kind of like Especially when I grew up was kind of like take like things that were like laxatives. They were like, oh, you're just cleaning yourself out. You're washing it out. And it's like washing what out? And it's just like, oh, that's how my like how I like retain my figure. That's how these are all like just ways of say you're fat. Like it's just like you're fat. Don't be fat. You can't be that fat. They used to say like in the thing that I'm reducing. In Caribbean house, it was like, oh, you're getting a washout. They would call it a washout. So you're literally taking, because you were supposed to shit everything. But when you do it consistently, you kind of, you get backed up and you're constipated and your body now is fucked up because I did it all the time. So I already know what it is. But that room led to a discussion that was rife 
with um, transphobia, ableism, colorism, intense fat phobia. um, And it just became more and more apparent that these people that everybody uses as inspiration because they essentially want to look like them or be successful how they think they are, do not understand the position that they have been placed in as representatives of our community. Because let's face it, that's what they are essentially. Because like you said, people are not really interacting with fat bodies in the way that they're saying, unless we're seeing it in a fashion context, which is still interesting because we're just now getting here. And that hasn't been happening that long. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, so when you're seeing a fat person or a quote unquote, it's always an acceptable fat person. Always. Somebody that exists outside of that, you're like, well, what the fuck? Because I don't, and then you can say, I'm not fat phobic because I like this model or I like this influence or I follow this person. And it's like, okay, but like, and then you look at who they're following. You're just like, huh? So that's what that started. There was an issue there. there. And then what (laughs) ended up happening that kind of just brought the point to me and just showed like, okay, this is what people's intentions are on the app is when there were a handful of people that decided they're now deciding to, and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about it, but okay. If you want to man me it up, you can, um, taking it on themselves to have a room in which they decide they want to discuss fat phobia and cancel culture, which I thought was like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> and we're talking about the, the previous night's incident and keep in mind, everybody's sh- like, sh- like stress is high. Like I, my period was late from all this. Like it was a lot. And so I was literally I- shaking. I'm not yeah. even joking because like, it was so many gas. Like, it wasn't even like, there was definitely colorism, fat phobia, all stuff Ashley said, but like the mounted anti-blackness though, like the, they were laughing about reparations. Pretty much. So um <laughs> like it was no, bad. I wanna I wanna get it out the way because I like if we want to have like the other episode we're having, like I I, I wanna talk about that like and more in depth though. Cause I'm just kind of skipping over it to lay down the like the like, oh, we'll get through that. No, but I also that has to be mentioned because the fact that be was, that was bad. That shit really made got me hot. Like and but with, like, with white like people, non-black people the laughing. The thing is, I feel like that topic is worthy of its own fucking episode, Ariel. Because no, 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 I, no, no, no. I don't want to get into exactly why it's terrible. I'm just yeah. saying what happened because, because was that was gonna definitely here. fill up the whole episode. Because no, 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 like yeah, depth with the shit. But that's yeah. what happened, and basically, um, it was them saying we're not. Go- they were trying to say they were decompressing, which wasn't <laughs> true, um, because they were talking about it and asking people how they felt about it. And then I was just like, so why is there no resolution? I'm like asking about like, how are we going to resolve this? Because I'm just now learning how to work towards a resolution or ask for one. Because I remember thinking that when things like this happen, people just stop fucking with each other and that was it. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, there's a lot of fat black femmes involved. We need to figure out how to make this a teachable moment. And we need to figure out how to have a resolution to this because we've seen the behavior these people think is okay and engage in and facilitate. And we see who they actually think belongs in, you know, the fat community or who yes. based on what they, you know, what the, what kind who of- Who they're going to support. Yeah. So in the room, there was another argument that happened, of course, because the people that were involved in the violent behavior the night before were asked to kind of come up, explain themselves. Are you sorry? Da, 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 da. And what, what occurred was just, it was so infuriating because it was literally like it was gaslighting on a major level. It was a lot of like, you know, I have no idea what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. like, it was just a whole bunch of like dismissive behavior, 
um, a person that caused the issue that was non-black in the room before said that because they weren't white, they wouldn't, they don't need to worry about reparations. Yeah. And it just didn't make any sense. So it was just like, and then we saw another black person kind of throw themselves at the mercy of other black people for this non-black person. And so yeah. we just really saw how a lot of dynamics are set up, not just amongst these people, but amongst the industry. And yeah. I like, we left that, like, I think collectively the people that we're like kind of chilling with right now, we all left that kind of like, okay, so this is not something we're going to participate in. I always say that when I leave rooms, oh, I guess this room isn't for me. I guess yeah. this room, this is not space for me. And I just go. And I think mm-hmm. that we all collectively, like all, like, I don't know, it's like 12 of us now, like collectively mm-hmm. are like, yeah, this is not going to be the space for us because it's entirely too regressive. It's entirely too corny. Violent. It's entirely too like whack. It's entirely too pandering and embarrassing. And so we just kind of went, we went. And the thing that's happening on Clubhouse is that that's how people are building clout. Yes. Like, okay, I feel like this trend kind of started with some people pretending as if they were making rooms for educational purposes. Yeah. Or for teachable moments that did not look like us, that were talking about us, that were saying it in third person. I'm not saying it wasn't people that looked like us that wasn't doing it, but that was when it kind of started. Like, there was a specific room with that English nigga. Do you remember that? Well, like... That's when I kind of figured out what was happening. Mm, yeah, that, he that, gave me that yeah. clarity. So yeah, because the room was called, is it body positivity or promoting obesity? So you already know <sighs> that's a very antagonizing and violent title to name a room. And who all do you think was in there? And Nobody who, with a badge was fat. Was all these people up on the stage, most of them were not fat. And why do you have herbalists? And all this other shit. That's what they are. They're like herbalists, holistic, yeah, dietitians, healers, and like nutritionists and shit like that. But it's not yeah. just people. And they're like on stage, and it's just these people not only don't have the range to discuss these things, they don't have the experience to discuss these things. Home and then he said he would only let fat people up that had teacher or some shit in a bio. I didn't hear that. Homegirl. Oh, he that said it. told us that she almost got fat because her fat brother died in his sleep. Uh, was trying to act like she completely understood what we were talking about. And that was not the case. So basically that room was a shit show. And I remember specifically after um, being in that room, that's when Dave, that's when a person let us know that people actually, there's an algorithm on Clubhouse as to how to become a Clubhouse influencer. Mm -hmm. And he let us know that it depends on the amount of people you have in your room, how long you're able to keep the room open, how many people you're able to get follow you from that room. Because the longer you leave the room open, the longer, like the more people follow you. Yeah. Um, and apparently that's how you build enough um, clout on Clubhouse to actually create your own clubs on Clubhouse. Because you have to go through an application process for that. And it has yeah. to be approved. So people were purposely going out of their way to have these violent room titles as clickbait Mm -hmm. so they can get thousands of people in the room screaming at each other and keeping the room open for like super long so that it looks like they're actually engaging in, you know, productive and long conversations on clubhouse enough to where like, Oh, this person is really, you know, doing their part and they're really facilitating change. And so they, they become fucking 
clubhouse influencer, Ariel. And apparently they said it depends on how many times you get like a moderator badge too, because even though- Yeah, that one does matter. I don't understand because like, I don't know if that's like, I don't know, but like, I thought you could just open your own room and have a moderator, but like, I don't understand. That's what I was like, why y'all fighting that shit so hard? Like, why is it so thirsty? Like niggas was literally like, oh, asking people what- Could you give me a badge? Listen, also asking people what pick me's are being explained to it in 2.2 seconds. And like, you know what? Let me get a male's opinion on this. Like it was ridiculous how many times people were just opening rooms to like piss people off so they could still like rant and rave with them. Yeah. Just to like fuck your day up and just like fuck up your existence. It was really disgusting. To have you upset and they have the, they have the right people with the moderator badges have the power to kick you out the room. Mm Mm-hmm or turn your mic off and you see a lot of people kind of playing into that dynamic of allowing people that cause violence to continue but then people that have a problem with that violence are being silenced because of how they're expressing their like how they're reacting to the violence and that leads us to the, the no that leads to the other end of it which is you have these clickbait rooms and then you have the trauma rooms Yes, the trauma room. Would you like to would you like to expound upon that Eric? <laughs> so the trauma room. First of all, how many have you been in so far? I honestly, okay, so I only was in two. I'm not gonna lie. Cause oh, after the first one, I was like, okay, all right, this is clearly just us screaming at each other about the same shit for eight hours. That's how long it was, eight hours. It'd be like, it'd be, okay, I'm exaggerating, but it'd be like four to like five hours about the same shit that just happened that we all seen what happened. We all explained it. And then there's just more people pouring in and then gaslighting fucking people who are talking about it already. Oh yeah, the people that come in the room like, I haven't been in here long, but I just want to say something. (laughs) I want to say, did y'all consider that my doctor told me I was 10 pounds overweight, even though I was never sick before and I had high blood pressure? You weren't even here. You just came in and raised your hand. That's it. There's people come in, just raise a hand. They just want to talk. And it was like, and and that's, I think the issue is, it's like a lot of people, even on Instagram, we see, right? Or like Facebook, they just want to fucking talk and they have nothing to say. And then Clubhouse like makes the accessibility so you don't have to get dressed. You could just sit there with your stupid ass fucking picture and talk shit to people. So the barrier to entry is lower. Because on Instagram, we decide who we want to pay attention to based on what they look like. And like the clout and the following and the and the capitalism and how how many brands do you have? Like who who are the celebrities you know? Like all the places you're going. Yeah. And these people are not talking to you back. They're literally like just responding (laughs) to your comments. Thank you. Thanks, whatever the fuck, right? Like yeah, you said, text. Clubhouse, you don't have to get dressed. You don't have to like be on camera. No. So that created a lower bar- barrier to entry. And there was like artists people. making, there was like celebrities making rooms to speak to quote unquote regular people. So like it was giving people like this excitement, like, oh yes, I get to talk to a celebrity. Like they're actually talking like on the fucking phone basically. Yeah, so it was like so. It was it's really like a party like, line. It, 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 like a party line. It was like a party. Like it was really like like really a party, like a '90s party line. And it's just like people are talking to fucking like Soldier Boy. People are talking to fucking uh Lakeith. 
people are talking like uh all these different types of celebrities and they're super excited about it because they're like oh shit they're talking back to me like people were sending pitches it was ridiculous so like a lot of people who were celebrity adjacent like this nigga we mentioned i'm not gonna say his fucking name he was acting as if he was nameless this was funny because people were trying to get him caught up because he actually was connected he was mm -hmm. connected to beyonce and as soon as he realized, everybody was like, oh, you're just saying you're just saying fat phobic shit to trigger us. So now we have to combat our, our existence with you to keep your room open. And as soon as everyone realized that he took the shit out of his bio. He did, but then he didn't tell nobody. He didn't tell anybody. And someone actually had to call him out for it. But and the then and then you have other people like now pulling those people in to talk to them, to give people room to quote unquote vent to these people that just disrespected their existence. Which all I now have another room open. But I'm, but the thing is I'm down for that hmm. because the way in which the people that cause the violence run their rooms is that they don't let you, the person that is affected by that violence negatively, they don't let you tell them why it's an issue because they want to argue with you or other people on the stage want to argue with you or yeah. if the moderator is somebody that's not really particularly great at like, you know, critical thinking or conversation, they'll just kick you out or put you on the, you know, put you back in the quote unquote gulag or turn your mic off. So I actually was fucking with the idea of having, because they're going to do it anyway. They're going to look for the breakout rooms or reaction rooms. So it's just like them. I was down to have it be where like people could get on stage mm -hmm. and vent. The thing is, though, why we got to bring that nigga on the stage? See, that's okay. That's what I'm saying. If we see a nigga in here, because he's going to come in there or yeah. they going to come in here because they, they are narcissists, clearly. Yeah, they're that's gonna come in too, yeah. They're going to come in. So they're going to hear on. They're going to hear all the shit we say about them, even if they're not in there, because someone else is going to tell them. So the thing is, like, I feel like they shouldn't be on the fucking stage unless it's to pay people or even then, like, shut the fuck up. You have nothing to say. And they would like let this person like continue more harm to keep the rooms open. And it's open longer and shit. And then it starts getting <sighs> muddy again. And now we have to have a conversation again. Retalk about it for the fourth time. Yes. And that's where the that's where so much of it exists exhaustion was coming from this emotional insomnia burnout it was hard like, i was it just was like hard. remember do you remember like those two days where that shit was happening where like the, the fucking fat girl summer world was happening mm -hmm. and it was just like i couldn't even sleep i slept angry bitch like everything <laughs> on me hurt because i was did. just carrying around so much anger because i was just like i knew it i fucking knew it these yeah. bitches are dumb these bitches are horrible these bitches are violent these bitches have no idea what they're talking about and this bitch literally just sat here and told everybody that she does work within the community and she couldn't even say what it was Ariel. she couldn't say so anything was, so that's what i'm saying the and she told us she gonna bounce and the fact was though this is what i've been saying this whole time these people yes. are literally hollow shells of representation and That's. because they look like they're more acceptably they're more socially acceptable fat bodies people think oh i'm a, like you can't you can't i get it it's not their job to be you know a revolutionary or whatever the fuck but they don't yeah. have the privilege not to at least try or at least they don't or have at the least, privilege to not try or at least factor people who are being affected into it that they're taking the money from because yes. like honestly we're not like like Ashley said I'm not expecting you to like have your fist in the air and like oh yeah I know all the struggles like you probably don't you I'm really probably don't you, I'm expecting you as someone that has the in with the company because you're yes. either an influencer and you're speaking to people in charge of shit 
or you're the model and you're in set, I'm expecting you to at least question why the, 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 the collaboration you have is with a company that claims that they're size inclusive and stops at an extra large or a two X or a three, even a three. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you have, it's up to you to question why like your, their mission statement or even their values because it's not complicated. So it's just like that whole entire thing. It wasn't just like, oh, we got them. It was, it was, um, it was just devastating to see. That's why I was so angry too, because it just felt like all of the work that a lot of fat activists and fat liberationists people have put in to kind of like not only educate people about fat liberation, but make steps towards actually achieving it. Like the people that are getting the most support are these fat bodies that are more socially acceptable and they're in spaces where they can help with that change. But now we're seeing exactly that, they, like how they're not. Yeah, And so that's what was more devastating to me. That's why when we talked on the phone, I was crying. I was just like, I have sacrificed so much to mm-hmm. like just end up here. So the trauma rooms basically were doing the same thing. And I just didn't understand how people could um, slay, like just wallow in that filth for hours. Like I think on some level that's very unhealthy. Um, yes, I have to agree, especially if you're like conversing with someone who doesn't give a fuck that just hurt you. And they're like, oh, well, I did it for views, really. It wasn't just that, though. They would have those like remedial ass topics and then leave the fucking like room open for hours and then ask anybody like, even though they've had the conversation, right, they'll ask if anybody else want to come up, if anybody else want to come up. And then yeah. it became this over and over of people saying the same opinions. Of, yeah. I just feel this. I just feel that. And it will just create more, the thing will be longer, and then that gives more of a chance for the violence to come. And mm-hmm. so the trauma rooms really kind of let me know that like, that's obviously not the space for me either because I'm not gonna <laughs> let nobody mammy me. And I don't have to let nobody have the space that I've created and have access to be able to cause violence in it. Yeah, definitely. Cause like it was the just BBW too much. rooms and shit. Like why- Yo, not the BB. Yo, let's can we get into the pick me's of Clubhouse? We could do that on the next one we're gonna record because we're doing that immediately. Um, <laughs> but basically, because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm telling y'all, the pick me, the fat girl cloud is something that I think it's hilarious that people are now asking questions about because you know what the fuck it is. You know what the fuck it is. Like, honestly, I feel like that could apply to like anybody that is trying to take up all the space in a marginalized space so they could capitalize off of it. Literally. And they don't, and honestly, it's just kind of weird because you know these people don't even, they don't put the work in to get this return. They're just like, just falling off of the fact that like, we're dying for representation and we're just dying for someone to see us. So they're like, oh, I see you, girl. And then they just have this fucking thin veil of understanding of what's happening. They just understand that they're fat. They don't understand. (laughs) Like, they don't understand. Like, Tokyo Vanity doesn't understand colorism. Tokyo Vanity doesn't understand shape body shape privilege body you don't even body. understand that chris brown is actually just abuser and a rapist she just thinks it's like funny that he's a cokehead pretty much like tokyo <laughs> tokyo vanity thinks that letting us know that drake likes to fuck bbws and private is a big deal like <sighs> it feels is, this, so 2012 and this is what i'm saying that's the fat girl clout was me recognizing that a person that has never been present in our community ever goes out of their way to hang out with thin and non-fat people because there's a difference and fat um, people and like basically all her friends have their body built 
Like you really want to come in this space. Built in. Like you really want to come in this fat space. And because of your celebrity adjacency and your fucking like, you know, loving hip hop cloud, Instagram cloud, you think that because you look like the rest of us, you are qualified to um, hold a space where you're going to facilitate conversations about um, fat girl sex. Um, what is the other one? Uh, do like like I just I don't even remember what the fucking titles. It was just were. really weird. Fat- they were really like it was like ridiculous. And this person who has absolutely no grasp on a critical thought, who uh-uh. says there's nothing wrong <laughs> with being backwards. That's like <gasps> fall, like yes, they, like the whole like I had I heard them in that room like talking about how everybody thinks it's backwards that like women in the south make their nigga plate. If I want to make my nigga plate, why is a problem? Nobody like, ever said. What the fuck? But okay, but y'all okay. What the hell type of toxic ass fucking She's simpleton like, I'm shit southern. is that? I'm southern. It's hospitality, and ever since y'all told me that's from slavery, I've been questioning a lot of things. It that really I've seen is. So I'm just saying, like, <laughs> this person has no conceptual like development outside of the fact that she's fat, and it's and just southern. like. So I just think it's interesting that this person thought, oh, let's get together and start a fat, you know, a uh, 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 plus size event in the middle of COVID in one of the most highly infected cities in yeah. the fucking country right now. And let's mm. do it next month. Yep. Like, and then when people question me, I'm going to pretend like I don't know what the fuck they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You, you, you noticed she didn't say nothing. It was the other bitch. So like. She said absolutely nothing. So it was just, it was just canceled. It was just canceled. They're not doing it anymore. <laughs> Obviously not. They had to ruin all the not. fun. They had to ruin the fun. Obviously not. Talking about we not doing it no more. You damn right you not doing it no more. So basically fat girl clout is people find people finding ways to get in with the rest of the community so they yeah. can benefit from the rest of the community's oppression um, at the expense of the community because they really do not see the problem and continuing to subject us to shit that does not help, does not progress us, does not move us forward, does not actually dismantle fat phobia. It's literally you just wanting to sell us some t-shirts and uh-uh. some leggings, some leggings <laughs> and, some t- and some tickets to COVID, COVID KirbyCon. Like, it's not, you know, so. And it's like you pretending like, and it's just like, you could tell it's a cash grab because it's like, yeah. oh girl, we all fat y'all. Like, as if, she, as if she doesn't know the difference between being a super fat person and a non-super fat person. And she's a really big bitch. That's what she really is. Me, is that not only is she tall, she's a big bitch. And I'm just like, and she's darker skinned. So I'm just like, yeah. as someone who has a speech impediment, as someone who is not seen as socially acceptable, as mm. someone who is both tall and wide, and darker skin, you should know more than anyone that trying to put this much effort into supporting yeah. other people that don't support you is not sustainable. It's, it's not. not. And it's not like, it's not quality, what is it called? It's not an obligation because you damn, you know those people would not do the same. Those they people won't. are not going to turn around and do the same for you as we saw on that episode where they came to your house and hit that chicken Alfredo at your hand. Yo. You're going to kill yourself. You need to Yo. go to the gym. Sierra from a glam shop. You're going to yeah. kill yourself. Toke. Toke. You need to go uh-uh. to the gym. You need to go to the gym. Like, you're going to die. Like, diabetes, girl. Diabetes. So, and it's like, just like, and then and the thing is, it's like, I understand you could forgive and forget, right? I but can. if you, you literally I, embarrass I'm, not for, I'm not doing her. that. 
They I'm not forgiving her. that. And then Spice humiliated too, and now they best <laughs> friends. I don't care. Some bitch want to humiliate me with some fat phobia on TV. We not being friends after that. I don't care what kind of woman that makes me a real bitch that don't make me. I'm not doing it. So I don't, I, I honestly mean, don't. I, at the end of the like when it came to the fucking shit with Sierra, that was violent. I'm not like honestly, I'm not saying the stuff with Spice was it. I'm just saying, like, the whole telling her she's going to have diabetes, she's going to die. Like, like, y'all don't even know how that shit works. It's very ableist. They came to her house. Literally, Ariel She smacked the fork out of her hand, for real. it wasn't just the fork. She literally threw threw out her whole food. Yeah, she threw it, and she took the pot. The girl just got done cooking it. Threw that shit in the garb, whole pot and shit. The whole thing. It was just like, it was so hyperbolic. And that's what you know people want to do to fat people all the time when they see us out eating. Yeah. They want to do that. because Didn't they they say that in Super Size Me? Oh, why is it okay for you to yell, like be upset somebody smoking a cigarette, but you don't like yell at fat people when they eat food? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I've never heard people be that upset about cigarette smokers, to be completely honest with you. I'm never, Um, never, They're usually pretty reasonable about, hey, because you smoked it outside. Hey, you got some blow it in my face. Yeah, but no one's really like, you know, up cigarette smokers' asses like that. No, um, but I don't understand how those are even parallel because nobody was born with a cigarette in their mouth. But people think people like we talked about before, right? People think that you're born small and then you make yourself fat. They just I think that weird. you did it. I think that's weird. Um, it is weird because that's not how that works. That's how Sims works. Anyway, um, I'm serious. And the Sims, um, like like Cheyenne said, they need to they need to address the fat phobia because even if you do make a fat sim, the fat sim loses weight, like just naturally. And you have to keep overfeeding the fat sim to keep it fat. That yeah. is yes, it is fucked up. I remember when I saw that because I was making I was for the first time playing with the sliders and stuff. They have like different body type sliders that are a lot better than the ones that come in the base game. So you can make all different kinds of body shapes. And I made her with more of a realistically fat body that was closer to mine. And I just noticed that when she like, as the sim days went on, she was smaller. And I was like, what's going on? And I would like feed her, feed her, feed her. And then she would get back up to her original size. I'm like, I can't even be fat in the game. No, because they're going to like, they like it just y'all have to understand how like detrimental that narrative is that like you're overeating to be fat because that's, that's not the truth. There. that's how you got there era. you were they're like, like wasn't that what that girl Allie Tate said like oh we eating up all the resources and shit she's like if you a fat person you taking up all the resources and you're causing global warming because you causing us to kill more cows and shit Pretty much. And I think people really believe that. They really believe because we take we take up space when we're around them in a physical form that we're we're eating up all the fucking food. We're ta- like we're just taking all the fucking clothes and the stitching. We're taking everything with us. Like as right. if this is not just like a fucking capitalism issue where y'all pretending and you're putting food and clothing behind a paywall. Pretty much. So, like, what are we, are we, and, like, are we, because we take up space, we're killing y'all? Y'all take up space fucking, too. And, and, and then people just love to talk about how much they overeat. They love talking about how much they love to eat and how much they can eat and how much they can overeat. Yes, that's, like, their entire fucking personality. Yet we're going to continue to paint uh, fat people as, like, the overeaters of society. Like, it's I not as I think it's if- interesting, too, for mm-hmm. women, for, like, 
non-fat women to seem liberated and like they think for themselves, they have to be willing to talk about how they love to eat. Girl, I love to eat. It's so good. I'm different, right? I'm not like those other women because I actually love to eat salads. I'm not getting a salad on my first date. I'm getting a rack of ribs and I'll be able to finish that too with my whole medium pizza because I'm not like those other girls, Ariel. I love to eat. Yo, and this, and, and like, Saweetie right now is making her entire money off of making jail. Listen, Saweetie is making prison food. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh my God, she's so real. And I'm like, this bitch is literally eating what y'all think we eat every day. Like y'all, like y'all, like, honestly, I've heard people say they watch my 600 pound life just so they don't like, they don't eat. I'm like, are y'all, are y'all joking? Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. They're like, oh, it's so disgusting to watch them eat. And they like literally be eating just like Saweetie or just like a regular person even. Yeah. And it's a problem. Like they eat like regular people for the most part. Like sometimes the portions be ridiculous, but it's like, that's what y'all say y'all eat and take pictures with on Instagram. And everyone's like, yeah, girl, get that meal. Mm, yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? No more denying myself spaghetti, Ariel. No more denying myself. The spaghetti I deserve. I feel like if I was a fat bitch and I just wouldn't eat spaghetti online, I feel like everyone's going to tell me about the bread. They're going to tell me, ooh, you're not afraid to die of diabetes. But, but uh, <laughs> here's something, though. That's why, okay, so that's why I started sharing Mrs. Giggle stuff because I really enjoyed mm. how she looked while she was eating. Because, um, like, it was glamorous. Like, it was, like, very much, like, seeing fat women enjoy eating. It's not erotic to me. It mm. just really makes me, like, like, cause I, we're not allowed to like, you know, that's what, that's what, um, Sydney said too. She was just like, I really love seeing like fat women eat well. And I was like, I do too, because I know what it's like to have to either hide your food or mm. only eat a little bit of it and pretend you're not hungry or just to go without altogether just to make other people comfortable with you being around and needing sustenance. And I'm just like, I don't understand how that works to where like, who is that benefiting though? It's not benefiting me for you. Mm to keep me from finishing a meal it's like, or even having one. So I share, I started sharing Miss Giggle stuff because I really enjoyed watching fat women eat. And I know. A really? Yeah. Okay. So then I have to, I've been told like, well, Greg, Greg is a stalker. He's my personal stalker. And he's always taking pictures of me eat. Right, right. And I literally see myself eat once and I was terrified. Like I really thought that I was going to eat the entire spoon. Like this just like swallow it. I mean, that's what you get, though. You be making fun of me for eating too, quote, unquote, too slow. You I eat, like, actually eat like a little bird. Like a little bird. Because like, I want to like, enjoy every bite. It's so, like, I like food a lot. And mm, I want mm, 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 That's what she do. So, but it's just like, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I love watching fat people do things in a way that's not, like, because for it's, this is recent where fat mm. people are feeling more comfortable even just being outside. Like That's facts and ordering and having, a meal. And like, yeah. And ordering a meal and going to eat somewhere by yourself or going on a date or whatever the fuck. And it's like, still very uncomfortable because I've seen people stare at fat people. Take pictures of them. Those yep. people, like, they'll take pictures of them while they're eating videos of them while they're eating. You won't know. You won't know until you, if you, unless you, you see them. And so the like, thing is, I've it's like, how do you even time. confront that passive aggressive ass action? I mean, Natalie tried to do it on the plane when she was in the plane and that guy was like being fat phobic in his text talking about some, I'm all up on the window. I can't breathe. This big bitch sitting next to me. I hope she don't eat me. And then she, when she confronted him, he lied. And then everybody else was like, well, why is she in his phone? I'm like, why? What? Yes. Yeah. They made her the donkey of the day because of her confronting him about being fat phobic her on, uh, about her next to her on the plane. 
They call her the donkey of the day because she didn't mind her, quote unquote, mind her own business. Well, that is her business about her. Like, yeah. And the thing is, it's like, honestly, the shit that people be saying and then don't want to be confronted with is insane to me. Like, if you're going to say that shit with your whole chest while I'm sitting right here, you just, just banking on the it. fact that I'm not going to say nothing. They're just banking on you not saying anything. Just say it. Say it. Because, like, at the end of the day, they're going to get to say it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why I can't say something back. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because people it. always do this passive aggressive shit so they can, like, they play victim when they disrespect you because they already know people are going to pile on you because the way you look. I mean, I don't, like, I've been, I don't know. That's why, like, I pick and choose, but for the most part, I be choosing because I'm just like, we're going to talk about this now. What is that? I be choosing. No, that's why I went back <laughs> in that room and I was like, who kicked me off the stage? Which one of you kicked me off the stage? And nobody Yo. said nothing. And that's why when that girl, when Kim gave me that moderator badge, I shut down the room. <laughs> because y'all had all this shit to say about how y'all think we male bashers and y'all had to little pick me on stage talking about some. I don't, it sounds like male bashing to me. You want to hear what the men have to say about pick me's. You talking about how, oh, y'all, yet when it came time to like for me to like, you get pressed about some shit, you know, one of y'all did. Neither one of them said anything and it was not like their mics were muted. So, no, it wasn't. So, as soon as I got my damn badge, I shut the whole shit down. As soon as somebody, like, when somebody was talking, because <laughs> and it was that. weird. It was so weird because, like, everybody explained what a pick me was, and it was still like, oh, make it be pick me's too, and all this shit. So, this way, like, it just wasn't like over yet. Like, it's how not- are men, how are men pick me's if the system is created so that they have access to pick me's? That's what I'm saying. Like, pick. That's what. But no, nobody even knew what a pick me was. Like, someone literally came in the break in the breakout room that we made to laugh at the fact that you shut down the room, <laughs> and somebody came in a room to, to be like, "Oh, I just think it's really childish to like call women names because they like want to show their bodies." Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's like, that I'm was saying. literally my reaction. That's what and they I'm were saying. like, they were like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Do you know what a pick me is?" Like, I literally just like had to ask that because it's like don't come in here and tell me your opinion. And it's like, of course it was like some non, like some non, uh, some non, non man talking. No, because it's like, you know, it's not, you know, it's not a non man person, but I don't know how they identify. Why are you saying non man person? Cause, they, cause you know what I mean. And the fuck, and, and the thing is like, just to like, try to tell me like fucking, I don't care. Mansplain through the whole fucking thing. Yeah. What pick me is. How are you going to tell me? And I'm and I used to be one. That's what I'm saying. You're not teaching anybody anything new because, like, that's what. Like, what are you talking? Even if that's the case, you understand it from the fucking name. You're not telling. Like, everybody knows what the fucking pick me is. You might have a different name for it, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's not like they're like, oh, because women want to like a woman that wants attention. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not what we're saying. Oh, she goes. She the people. How is that different from the women that go online and post? Pictures, so you go to their OnlyFans, and somebody was like, "Oh, you mean like marketing?" Thank, you. but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like they want to take a time to like dump sometimes all over everybody because it's not like they're defending like sex workers. That's not that's what he was defending. True. That's very true. That's not what the because it's not like he came in was like, "Oh, like I think this is about sex workers. That's why I'm going so hard." It was like, "Oh, like women who want attention from men." First yeah. of all, that's so that's so fucking like just broad. Yeah. Why would we call that pick me behavior? And we all sitting here with our titties out. Yeah. And you, what, like, what are you talking about? We was literally in a room showing each other titties and shit. <laughs> I regularly get pictures of these people's um, genitalia, and it's nothing that I. No one sent it. 
to for men no, no one we had a whole room where we changed our ptrs late at night and showed titties and ass yeah amber riley came in there and was showing shit like and it was i didn't no, get that part though I didn't no get that men part. in there so it was just like so at what point do yeah. y'all understand that this may not be for you not everything is for it's about you. you and exactly pick me is to describe somebody that's attacking other women for for males for male attention for male approval it has nothing to do with women that trying to get men like they swear we trying to just fight each other for these niggas it's not like that's not what it is we just don't want you to fucking okay a rape or get me set up pretty much because y'all are the ones that will (laughs) that's what we're scared of like Like, that's why like that's why i like that's why i like i like to zoom in and zoom out so basically Mm -hmm. i'll be like oh we'll start off with like what a definition of a pick me is yeah like it'll be anything from some girl trying to you know talk shit about another girl's appearance just (laughs) to make herself feel better because there's niggas around yeah and then uh, and then all the way to this woman is covering up you know a you know abuse yes it, or it, it gets it that's what that's pick me behavior really because far you're doing it at the benefit of the at the abuser at the detriment of the victim that's literally pick me behavior because women will get caught up in that for whatever fucking reason and it's not sustainable so yeah that's the problem with pick me's and that's why all the bbw rooms on there are pick me rooms and that's why we have such an issue with that as well because it was just those are spaces where niggas go and be amongst BBW or whatever the fuck they knew other fat women that they don't think are getting any kind of attention that mm-hmm. they can give them outside of this app. So they'll go in there and it'll be like one or two niggas on stage and all 15 fat bitches will just suck their dick as long as they in there, as long as they get the attention, as long as they get to have these niggas in there around them. But the niggas are also getting like, they're getting um, gratification they're getting attention. They're getting a they ego stroke. And they leave yeah. those rooms feeling a lot better. But also, we found out, didn't somebody tell us that they go in other rooms and tell other niggas that? Oh, yes. if you want to, ain't no other bitches on tonight. But if you want to go and, like, hang out with some bitches, like, they fat or whatever. But, like, yeah. they, they real cool in there. And they'll, they'll compliment you and shit. And all this other fuck shit. To the point where now, these niggas be in everybody's DMs. And now we can sit here and basically contact Trace all the niggas that yeah. are talking to all of us and creating real issues within like our like different pockets of our community. So yeah. it's just like that. That's why it's not sustainable because even if they, yes, say you do entertain the niggas, say you do want to have the BBW room. It never just stays there. It don't. It's all, it literally just goes, it goes in our DMS. It's us all getting unsolicited dick pics. In our DMs. It's Yo. all like people trying to act like they want to date all of us and keep it a secret. Like, we're not going to talk to nobody. It's that kind of shit. So it's just like, that's, it's never just, oh, you just, you know, whatever. It's a whole thing. And it's yeah. at the detriment of other women. That's what fucking pick me does. Because you have to, in order to appeal to men, you have to um, shit on other women. Because that's the only thing they respect. That's the only yeah. thing they recognize as a real effort to be equal to them because that's what they do to maintain power. They do. And also they suck other men's dicks. They like look for other male approval. Because they're groupies. So they think men, it's normal. They are such fucking groupies. They are. Saying. They are not pick me's. They're fucking groupies. They they're are groupies. groupies. They literally like will date a woman. And I know that y'all have heard this before. They date a woman just to make their bros happy. They fuck, men, they fuck women for other men. They do. They be like, yo, I fucked the girl. I fucked this girl. Yo, I know she hurt you. I know she broke it. Oh, thanks, nigga. Like, it's weird. <laughs> like, you can't be homophobic and doing that. 
Like, I'm just saying. You might as well suck your nigga's dick. Just do do it. Like, if you guys go make eye contact during the quote-unquote train, a.k.a. group sex, y'all might as well just hold each other's dicks in the process. You might as well get over it. Your dick was out in the room with another man's dick where y'all was fucking somebody else. And staring each other in the fucking pupils. It's not a fucking train. It's a fucking threesome. Get over it. Period. It's group sex, nigga. Period. Like, yeah, it's getting annoying. um, Before... We wrap this section up. Um, We are going to talk about how they are trying to fuck up Black History Month and how this entire month, February 2021, has been one gigantic Black square. (sighs) And I think that it's interesting that we were all discussing it like kind of in passing. And now a lot of people are seeing it. Mm -hmm. Like... That's scary that everybody's like, oh, I was, I thought I was the only one that noticed it. Yeah, no, no, no. I've spoken to other people and they're like, honestly, I don't see anybody really celebrating Black History Month. Everything is just it's like the obligatory, pain. the obligatory here are the black inventors thing, the obligatory <sighs> here are the black voices on Netflix and Hulu, the obligatory paintings of the black people on Which Google. I need, I just need to like say that these are not black voices because none of the writers be black on any of these Listen, shows that you guys keep putting up as black voices. Porn. Did you see that? Did you see that tweet? Where it said, it says, Netflix says, this month is celebrating black voices. Yes, and, and it was like, niggas getting beat the fuck up. It had 12 years of slave and shit. It had a uh, Fruitvale Station. And Yo, when I tell you Fruitvale Station, they should have just like, I should just like got it over with. It's just like threw, like threw myself out the window. Like that movie is so hard to watch. But it's just like, that's the <laughs> that's the voice that we have apparently. That's our black that's voice. That's it, getting beat the fuck it's, up. It's one of trauma, and like what we discussed, we think that the people, non-Black people, including white people and non-Black people of color, they are behaving in a way where they're like, well, we marched all summer for you people. Um, Very misnilly. We were listening and learning, and I just think, like, what else do you want? And it was just like, it was interesting because we also talked about how they were much more open to donating money and uh what is it called redistributing ah, redistributing wealth because reparations yeah because well those aren't necessarily reparations well reparations on a citizen level because honestly we can't get to the wealth y'all have until 200 years from now even if we had reparations to yet tomorrow that's very let's not even fucking do that that's very true but like i feel like that's the general overall attitude we did our best last (laughs) year what the fuck else do you want yeah because everybody tried to act like what happened to George Floyd was the worst thing they ever seen in their life. And I'm just like, I don't understand because I remember seeing a lot worse than that. Like, yeah, like y'all, and like, y'all let it rock. And so what happened was, no, but like, that's the thing. It's the cycle of every time we see it, it's the most horrible thing we've ever seen. This is not our country. How can this they be our keep country? keep up anti the ante every yeah, time. but it's just like, at this point, we're going to have to see a nigga like, like open somebody's body up on video or something. We're going to have to see a celeb, a black celebrity probably get attacked. Like, they going to have to get they, they skull split or something for y'all yeah. to actually give a fuck. Because it's just like, now the black celebrities are recording themselves having to deal with the police, which I really haven't seen in a while. So when I saw Offset and shit getting pulled over, like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that nigga, but it was a very tense situation. And yeah. so now that like celebrities are getting on Instagram, like this nigga really thought, that he's gonna say, I have millions of followers, I'm offset, 
I'm a rapper. Like they was really gonna give a shit. Like they ain't like they ain't always up Lil Wayne's ass about something. Like they, and, and Lil Wayne still don't like I can't okay. He, he a disappointment. Got he got arrested at Rolling Loud for having like weapons and drugs. So he's always getting arrested for possession of drugs and guns. So it's just he has like, money, so yeah. And so like it's just really weird that like this I thought that like people would really go hard this year for Black History Month because I felt like yeah. We were all getting to a point where we were beginning to at least start the process of trying to think about catching up. And that's why I said all them words, because you know they ain't never going to be able to catch up. You know they're not really going to be able to Yeah, understand. never. Yes, but like, I thought that people were a lot more open to it because they was marching. And like I told you last year, and we're saying it again, I think they were just all out there because they ain't had shit else to do. They wanted to get outside. Yeah, no, and, and no, definitely. Just like how they all dance side by side. Yep. In, 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 in fucking gentrified Brooklyn that they stole because yep. Biden won. Yeah, the day he won, it was like, people was literally honking horns. They were having, they was outside on the little fucking patio at the outdoor dining with their little swine I see like 200 people gathered in the streets. They were high-fiving and, and applauding and, and honking. It was just like, it was the day I came to look at this apartment. I was like, what the fuck's going on? I'm high as fuck in the Uber. <laughs> Like what's what what's going on? So it's I just, just think like, that's a, such a dub because it's like y'all what what is happening that's different besides y'all now not gonna see as much of the violence that our fucking um that our regime is holding now. Now we just not gonna see it all the time. We are not gonna hear it like ooh look what look what Biden did today. It's not yeah. gonna be like that. But but they doing the same shit. It's just like, it's just so frustrating because like Black History Month, it should have been better than it has been. Like it's yeah. been lumped in with like brown and black unity. It's been lumped in with like, oh, let, let's like celebrate these women that aren't just only black. Yeah. It's like, let's talk about now the xenophobia and the anti-Asian, um, the anti-Asian violence when that's, when that's been an issue since coronavirus started. For a very long time. They've been attacking and harassing Asian people the entire time. And then now on Black History Month yeah. of all times, y'all are y'all are screaming at black people. Why are you not doing this for us? Are you fucking sick? So more it low-key low feels like a concentrated effort, like you said, yeah. Um, in black erasure. Yes. And honestly, black erasure has been at an all-time high. Vice is posting videos of somebody saying they're a black doula, don't look black. Is like people now claiming Afro, whatever the fuck, because people are very confused about how ethnicity and race works. Yeah. It's just, it's like, and then also like they know that black people just want some representation that's going to make them human. And that's of course going to be non-black representation. Yeah. So it's just, it's just like the, the, the fucking, like not only the erasure, but the, like the gaslighting, the violence and the stealing once again from black people on black history month. Yeah. Of all times. It's just, it's been a lot. It is a concentrated effort, it feels like, because like, why? It's February's almost over. What the yeah. fuck? Like, why? Y'all really couldn't talk about this in January. Y'all really couldn't talk about this in December. Like, all this shit was happening before. It was. And it, and the, and the, and the anti Asian fucking violence was at an all time fucking high. Like, as soon as this nigga start calling it the, tri the China virus. So I don't understand. They was like, it was yes. every day somebody posting videos and pictures of these people getting their shit rocked in the street. So I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, it's at an all time high now. If anything, it was at the most high when this man was encouraging xenophobia yeah. by trying to blame them for the entire thing. And now it's like, I don't know. It does feel like a concentrated effort to erase blackness. 
And it is kind of scary because I do have people in my DMs, comments, people asking me, why haven't you said anything? Why haven't you said anything? I'm just like, about what? Exactly. Because like- It's never about like anything that has to like center black people at all. Like, it's just really weird. So that's why I'm glad that people like Sassy Latte and other people are like kind of saying, hey, you don't need to harass, antagonize, berate black people into showing support for people that like that hate them essentially yes exactly Um, so so we're not doing that but that's just something that I really feel I don't know how I have a discussion I really don't want to I don't want that to be my labor I'm tired no I'm tired aid funds posts and nobody and white people not really doing much um on their part of trying to get black people the resources they need, especially since we're still in a pandemic. Also, I'm tired of white people saying I donated already. Um, Even if you donated, you need to tell your other white friends to share it. You need to be sharing it on your feed. Yeah, you need to mobilize your white following, your white audience. I don't have enough white people to follow me to take care of the amount of people, the amount of black people that comment on those posts. Like sometimes those posts, get up to thousands of comments and like I will see that the majority of them are not paid and this the more mm-hmm. I repost um that particular post the less and less and less people get paid I noticed that too and so it's just like because white people will be like oh I don't want to see this like if you're somebody that understands oh you can't listen and learn for a year like listening and learning is not a fucking is you're not doing anything. That's not an actionable like thing. So it's just like I just think that's a cop out and I feel like if you say anything about it as a black person you seem ungrateful but it's just like no like this is actually beyond less than the bare minimum. And I just think it's interesting that that for people to choose to get stuck cuz nobody's like really having to go home and you know cuss their parents out at holidays no more or whatever the fuck because they can't so you don't really have people challenging their family members. And then you just have all this other shit happening where people take to the internet to air their grievances and show all the shit, but don't do anything to mobilize their following. Yeah. And I don't want my page to be that because that's not what my fucking page is, but it just feels like I have to keep doing it because it's just like, we need help. Like yeah. people are telling me, oh, I'm able to pay my bills. I'm able to do this. I'm able to do that. And I'm like, I'm glad that I was able to facilitate that because I can't do that for them. But at the yeah. same time, it's just like, if you're following me, you should know what this page is. There's no, I don't, it's consistent. The message is always consistent. And I just don't understand why it's like, it has to be black people being the only people that do these mutual aid funds. We simply do not have enough resources for that. We don't like you have to like if you are somebody that wants so badly to claim allyship towards black people, you need to start progressing in your actionable steps towards actually beginning to because we're not saying that's going to do it, but towards actually beginning to start the dismantlement of white supremacy. That's the only thing that's going to help. None of this listening. And it's not sharing an infographic. Like, what is all of this shit? Like, you're sharing pictures of what's happening in Texas. We all know Texas is getting their ass kicked right now. I have family members and friends. I am checking in on them. They're going through the absolute worst right now. So seeing all these people continue to share, like, videos of pipes bursting and, and seeing people and the snow and all this other shit and the electricity and is off. like, oh, shit. my God, I'm so sad. The, the pictures of the empty fucking grocery stores and then to see everybody else kind of being like oh well y'all were a red state so boohoo oh well like 
Um, and it's just like, okay, so as if that all these people are not that are being affected are not poor and black, but they're also and, doing and, the thing, and, and, and not white. And we're like, oh, I'm in New York. We know how to handle snow. Y'all are over exaggerating. That's funny that y'all think this is so. Is y'all being dramatic? Like this is so. Like it's just like I don't get how people don't understand that Texas is not built for that kind of weather at all. It's closer to the fucking equator. But I'm confused at the fact that anyone that anyone's pretending that New York's infrastructure could is even prepared for that either. I as mean, if they're not we're still that. not recovering like, from oh, Sandy. They're just like that's normal weather for y'all though. That's not. But but it, but, but the thing is like that. But it's, even with the snow, like okay, when you're in New York, right? I know Texas is not snowing like that. I'm not saying that New York and Texas is even comparable right now. I'm just saying that. The fact that New Yorkers are trying to pretend like we have infrastructure in the, far, Girl, the first Girl, it's also niggas day. from like Michigan. But that's like weird. Other, like, that's nor'easter, nor'easter, like it, that's north, like, northern easter. Yeah, that, that's why the white people call nor'easter. Like uh-uh. it's like those areas where they're literally like, oh, like I, what are you talking about? You lost power. They're just shitting on the situation and making fun of it. Because I just feel like poor people, okay, so like the thing that's weird is because like I had this conversation with someone else and I was just like, okay, but this is the same thing they did with Flint though. Everybody was mad. I was like, yeah. y'all can't be saying, we cannot be continuing to use these conservative methods because all these memes, a lot of people don't talk about it, but where these memes come from are not just on like a citizen level. They're usually like concocted. I'm not trying to be weird, but they yeah. usually are concocted for people's minds and memories to like, think a, a certain way this is not a joke this is like real like because they'll share something in a fun playful way that is conservative message overall yeah it's it's a like for us to split apart and be like oh this is a red state even though I like if someone told me they voted like a Republican I would definitely like watch them die in glee but the state is not everybody in the state did not believe that shit everybody in the state is not Republican like yeah. it's literally half and half pretty much so we're we're watching half the people die who probably didn't vote Republican die. Yeah. Okay. So it's not it's not like oh I'm trying to erase the fact that this shit is not like Republicans are in garbage and don't deserve what the fuck they're come up it's, but the people who are stuck in that regime are stuck. Yeah. This is not like a choice. Like Michigan didn't have no choice to be red. I know a lot of people who don't vote red here. I literally, it's very rare for me to actually in real life speak to a Trump supporter. Yeah. Like, I don't so think I've ever just, spoken to one knowingly. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I probably spoken to like the, the people at that gun store are probably Trump supporters. Um, and I figured that out. But I haven't like, you know, like you said, willingly spoken to like, and I've met Trump supporters in New York. Literally, there was people with Trump stickers in New York City. So let's not do this. Like y'all keep pretending. And New York is mainly red. Yeah. It's just a small bit of blue. So if we're going to really determine who deserves like in the city where they think there's so much diversity there that should cancel out the whole states. It doesn't. The entire state is red surrounding New York City. And it's like, I just don't understand what the fuck y'all not getting about that. There's black people in all these states that are suffering. There's people, there's poor people, like, well, not the fucking, the fucking Trump Hicks poor, but Mm -hmm. there's poor people who don't vote for that shit and still get stuck. Yeah. So we like it like we're just like all we're doing is doing the same rhetoric to keep this shit apart. Like, oh, haha, you read. Haha, no. Like, that's like we need to like really bond together and get the fuck, get these politicians the fuck out. Like Ted Cruz having people pop up in their house. We need to do a pull up. 
that yo like i'm like i'm this texans they they pulled up to this nigga crib they waiting for him to get home yeah that's how you do it when you get back when the, go ahead. Come, come, when you get go. back from Mexico, nigga, talking about one day. Your ten and your twelve year old wanted to go to Mexico so bad to see their friends. And everybody, and like anybody who's defending it, like, oh, what are you supposed to do? Stay there? Absolutely. Yes. This is isn't this your state? Like, this is the doing? reason. He's the reason why y'all don't have the infrastructure. Literally. <laughs> and like, I'm sure his house does. It's not even turned off. He's, They're he's also rich. saying, so like everybody's saying, mm-hmm. so I'm getting two conflicting stories. Apparently it's a toss up between the energy from the heaters, which is still kind of weird because nobody has heat. Um, they're saying the energy from the heat yeah. and all this stuff trying to keep up with it is why there's rolling blackouts. But also I'm hearing that they're actually just turning off the power to the rest of the people. So they could save the rich and then the yeah. buildings. Yeah. yeah. No, because that that's happened in New York too, by the way, the small, the small little, the small little areas where nobody, they turned that shit off first. So everybody else don't have power off in the, in the gentrified areas. Yeah. Yep. So that's not new. Again, this is not a new thing. This is just, we're seeing this in such a, a terrible level because Texas and the, the politicians of Texas, the fucking Republican politicians have gone out their way, I'm not saying Democrats are better, but have gone out their way to make sure that they don't have infrastructure because they don't want to put the fucking money in the people. Texas is also a state that really doesn't believe in climate change. Um, exactly. That's why there's the overabundance of fracking there. I remember when they first started doing it, a lot of still drilling for natural gas and resources there and all these things. And it's, that was also causing earthquakes and um, poisoning water supplies. And they were cutting things. They had no business cutting underneath the fucking ground. So it's just like, there was no way that this wasn't something that wasn't going to happen. It's just now we're seeing climate change really like take its toll in a way that people can't ignore anymore because we keep saying over and over. people nigga was really saying if it's cold in texas what is that what is global warming are you joking so i just think like to wrap that up i just think it's interesting that black history month apparently doesn't exist this year and you know because they posted a martin king quote last month they're good Telling y'all, don't be Negroes because because Martin Luther King was nice. Because they told you who the inventor of the super sucker was for the 800 times. Black man, it's a wrap. We did it. So, fuck that. Um, Mm, Not fuck that. This week, in confessionals. Ooh, yeah. Confessionals. Confessionals. Okay. Um... (laughs) I'll just get my way out the first, uh, get my out the way first. I'm very um, insecure sexually. I have not mm. really had a lot of experiences like a lot of people so far um, during the pandemic. And um, it's becoming kind of like obvious that a lot of determining factors are pushing me to make decisions that are not necessarily the best for me in that regard. So um, I'm just taking a little bit more time to figure out, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Because it's getting hard and mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm just tired of fucking people for the, for the fuck of it and not having, not enjoying myself basically. And it's been a while since I've done something that I've been ashamed of. And like I told you like this past Thursday, I was very ashamed of myself to the mm-hmm. point where it lasted all the way 
through actually Monday. Like I was feeling better on Tuesday, but mm-hmm. like definitely it went all the way till Monday. So like, I don't know. I felt that actually. I really did feel that. I just don't like, I, I don't know. I think I have a lot more things unpacked with that, but still as someone who wants to, I guess, honor my body and honor myself, I just don't want to ever feel like I have to um, put myself out there like as someone that doesn't deserve better than what I do. Like, I don't want somebody, I don't want to be like, I don't want to regress back to college, Ashley, before I turn 22. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want to be able to be like, okay, you know, I guess because yeah, masturbating is fun for a lot of people, but it's not that fun for me. And I just don't feel like, you know, it's enough sexually. So my confessional is not very long. It's just, you know, I've been kind of just taking um, inventory of what I like and what I need sexually, Mm -hmm. like, and trying not to make myself feel worse than I do about my needs not being met. And also what I'm doing in order to get those needs met because, um, Like, I'm very, it's very easy for me to do that. And, like, I don't know. So, that's all I mean, I I know it's very vague, but I don't feel like sharing that right now. I just know that that's where I am right now with that. No, I I mean, I I understand. I just feel like, you know, I don't feel like you should be ever ashamed. Like, sometimes I feel like we work from shame because of, like, the whole Puritan bullshit. I never feel like working from shame works. I never do. Like, I mean, I, but like, I wasn't working. It literally was like secondhand. It was like after that person left, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? And so I just, you know, the next day I showered and I just kind of just like felt like still gross. It was just like, I, I don't know. And like talking with other people that have been in situations before where it's like, yeah, you fucked up in a sexual situation. Awesome. You know, it happened. Yeah. But like knowing that like, it's something that is an understandable situation. Not even just understandable, but like it's not unique. Like it's not like, oh, that's the first time you had two niggas come over. Uh, <laughs> I mean, neither, I think that's and fine. neither one of them and neither one of them satisfied you. Like, well, not that part. That part is not fine. And that was the part that pissed me off. I wouldn't have had an issue with the first guy coming over and not necessarily <laughs> helping my busting my nut. Unless, like, because he was hyping it up like he was gonna really fuck me. We were sending stuff back and forth all day, and we, I, we were just very excited. He was like, "Oh, don't be alarmed if I get there and can't keep my hands off of you." He's attractive. I'm attractive. He was eating my ass in the kitchen. I was like, "Here's oh a fuck." Oh, I had on my Valentine's Day like lingerie because I wanted to just put it on and shit, and it was just completely wasted. The whole vibe was <laughs> wasted. I looked amazing, Ariel. I look I so that. good. I'm so mad I didn't take pictures, but you know what? I don't want to take pictures of me looking disappointed. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. You don't want to look disappointed. But I looked amazing. Anytime I'm like, okay, so for the most part, when anyone comes over, I want to look like a the best version of myself possible if I'm feeling yeah. up to it. But, you know, when I have callers over, I like <laughs> putting on a fantasy because that's my, like, and not for, like, for them, but because I love having a reason to dress up. <laughs> like... Also, really like fulfilling things I used to see as a kid. Sometimes, yes! oh my god, yes! I like to really do that and like, oh, like and like you know, show up and like it's dark and I'm like, I girl, really like them. Girl, they show up 
the lights is lighting. Like, like that's what I'm one, saying. This yeah. one guy was like, I love how every room in your house seems like a different vibe because in my living room is pink. The kitchen is blue. I Girl, I do that right. too. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm doing that the room, too. The bedroom is pink. It's just like a real sexy vibe. I have like, I'll put on a Tarantino movie or some other movie for like some vibes and shit. I know how to set a fucking vibe. Like, so I was like, I, I'm like busting my bathroom this is nut. romantic. I was like, I am busting Silly. this nut regardless. But at the same time, it's not really romantic. It's sexy. No, and I'm so, saying my bathroom's romantic. Ooh, my bathroom sucks. That's Anyways. my, that's my, that's like my theme. That's nice that you could have a nice bathroom that you like. Uh-uh. I'm just trying to make it some... Okay, just finish. You're worse. I'm, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I just thought it was... I just don't understand how, like, it was all that. And yeah. then, like, really? Like, you was talking about how you was going to bust this shit open from the back. He was like, <laughs> I'm not tapping out because I'm letting him know. I'm like, not many people can handle it from the back. Like... It's a lot of ass back there. I've heard lots of times. They're like, oh, I can't. Oh, my God. And he was like, nah, I'm not tapping out. Like, I'm doing all this shit. I'm fucking shit out you. Get here and try to go down on me, which I didn't like because he had stubble. He ate me. He ate my ass in the kitchen, and I didn't really enjoy it, but whatever. And then, like. Aesthetic sometimes. Yeah. And watch I make drinks and stuff. Left the drinks. Yeah, because it doesn't feel good. That's why when you said it to me, I was like, that sounds like I like how that sounds, but I know it's not going to feel good. It didn't feel good. And like, he's tall too. So I don't even know how that was supposed to work for him. And like, thank you. And so we get on the couch. He eats me out on the couch. He's not really good at that either because of the stub. I'm like, okay, whatever. We're kissing. I'm ready for this dick. Puts the dick in. I'm like, oh, this is great. Literally, it's like, oh, no, I'm going to come. Please don't do this. Like, just, you just put it in. You just put it in. And I'm on my back. And so, he busted a nut. Long story short, he busted a nut. Um, after 45 seconds, I was dissatisfied with the entire process. I was still horny. <laughs> I was very pissed off because this man had been promising me for two days that he was going to rock my shit. Like, yeah. we was in the bed, I guess, laying next to each other, but not really cuddling. And then, like, he left. Okay, whatever. I get on a, I get on a dating app. I'm not going to just plug this app. I get on an app. Mm-hmm. This one person that had been talking to me for a while on the app, um reaches out, is busy. I let him know that I'm just looking for dick right now. Like, I'm trying to get off, whatever the fuck. Like, mm. but I'm starting to, like, hype it up what kind of dick I need. And he's like, yeah, I can do that. Da-da-da-da. Comes over and um, the shortest man I think I've ever seen. <laughs> and, like, he was so small. And, like, <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't as charming. I FaceTimed him, too. Though. I FaceTimed him before he came over and all this shit. Yeah, And, like, we were talking about testing and all that stuff. And I just think that that was a mistake because that person was not somebody I would normally have sex with. But also, like, he was terrible at everything. He was, oh yeah, God. awful humor. Um, both niggas left before Kill Bill Volume 1 was over. Like, it's just, like, that's the shit I'm talking about. This person. And, like, also, I allowed him to do stuff that I probably shouldn't have. And I, that's why I ended up feeling gross. It wasn't the fact that it was two niggas. Because I've done that. I enjoy yeah. that. Um, it's the fact that, like, I allowed this person to do stuff to me because I was that disappointed in my previous experience. So I was just trying to bust a nut. And, like, I was acting like a nigga. And so... <laughs> I that's why I was just like I need to take a step back. Like I I tell I'm telling you right now, Eric. Like I haven't even been thinking about sex or like I haven't watched porn or anything since that happened. I know it was just last Thursday, 
but like it's really like flip something off so that mm. I'm not as like like fiendish for it because I am just like I feel like mentally and physically my body was like you need to take a break and like figure out why that was something that you felt was necessary to happen because I mm. do know it was just me being disappointed I literally was like I told him I forgot to tell you Mm-mm. I told him that I didn't think we should see each other anymore. <laughs> cause he, cause it, you know how I told you, he was like, what are you doing this weekend? And I was like, it's, I have a Valentine's day party. He goes, Oh, it is Valentine's day. It is Valentine's day this weekend. And I was like, yes. And he's like, okay, well we should link, we should hang out. I was like, okay. And mm-hmm. then I literally sent him a text saying, Hey, so I don't want to be like, wait a second. I'm gonna find it. Basically. I was just saying that like, I just, I was like, would you like, I just don't think we should see each other anymore here. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I just feel like what happened, um, you know, wasn't as like, you know, I just basically started grilling, like dragging him over it in a nice way, I guess. Just letting him know how he underperformed, um, how mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate how fast <laughs> he came. Um, the fact that he left before the movie was over. And he basically said that after the movie was over, he thought like after he got done fucking and stuff, no, the movie wasn't over. He left for the movie was over. He said that he felt like I didn't want him there anymore after like what? Yes. Why wouldn't he just try to like have sex with you again and actually do what he's supposed to do? I, oh, this is why he said he said he thought the way that we were talking all day, it was about to be this thing where he just showed up, fucked me and left. But like that? Nah, I definitely wouldn't want to hang out with him ever again because, so like, if that's what you like, think how fucking works. Because, like, the first time I met him, he ate my ass, and I and like we had a nice time. We were like, he was funny and all and charming, but I don't know if it's because I'm sober or whatever the fuck. But like, mm-hmm. he tried to blame it on the weed why he came so hard. But I'm like, y'all always use the excuse for everything, and you just brought the weed anyway. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. it just feels very much so like you know the first time we didn't have sex, I was on my period. Mm-hmm. So he just ate my ass, but then like it had been like over a year, and we still kept in contact with each other because we still very much were attracted to each other. I thought there was chemistry, but there's not, and so I just rather dead it and not have this person just waiting in the wings, but also let them know why because your ass in bed. Yeah, um, you have to know you're like you're not good at it. You're not good at it. Um, you're not it- good at it, and you don't <laughs> want to at least consider the idea of a of a refractory period because I know all men have them. But it's just yeah. like you can't get hard again. Yeah, this is terrible. I was you talking about his try. dick all day, Ariel. I was talking about his dick all day. He's sending me pictures of his dick all day. So then why you spend that long eating me out? Obviously, I didn't want you to. I just want your dick. I'm so dead. So yeah, that's what happened. And that's, <laughs> I guess that's my lesson for 2021. I didn't want to bring that energy in here like that, which makes me upset because I literally was like, I don't want anybody in my home until I finish unpacking. And then, like, like any men in my home. And then, like, I hadn't fucking here yet. And literally, it had been going on where it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. And then out of nowhere, in true Ashley fashion, I had to fuck it up. Just, like, oh in the God. most dramatic way of just having both niggas over in the same night. And both of them throwing whack dick at me. <laughs> Not throwing whack dick. So <laughs> you didn't fuck up nothing. It's not you. It's that the second guy wouldn't let me. He was like, "Oh, you want to kiss?" And I kept telling him I didn't want to kiss. And then he was being weird with this like dirty talking shit. He asked me to fart in his fucking face. I'm just like, I can't do this. I, I'm not. So 
just want to kill oh, yeah. myself. And then I knew he was leaving because he went to the bathroom and then like he was, you know, putting his clothes and shit. And I told you about that shit where he started taking their clothes shit. He told me that I made him feel weird because when he came back from the fucking bathroom, I, he told me he was looking up lift prices. And I was what just like, fuck? yeah, so I was just like, that's After weird. After you just and threw he, whack dick? Yeah, and then he's like, that's weird. And I was like, no, I said that was weird. And he told me that I was making it weird and making him feel weird by saying that that was weird. So, no. and, was, and then like after he left, I didn't even say bye. I told him, I was like, yeah, I don't, I told him too. I was like, this is not going to work. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I just don't think that I want to see you again. I told him to his face, that guy, I was the second mm. one. I was like, I just don't think it's going to work. And it'd be kind of awesome if I never saw you again. So I walked him out and he was like, do you want me to get dressed in the living room? I was like, no, I'll walk you out. Yeah. You get dressed in here. I'll just walk you out. He's like, I'm not going to take anything. I was like, that's not why. And so, open the door and let him out. Didn't even do the little fucking polite fucking no, get goodbye. The fuck but yeah, that's just me kind of being like, Ashley, please just just regroup and take a break for a minute. So that's why I'm glad because I feel like I can focus more now. That's why I feel like I don't know. I can focus on this and I can focus on you again. Um, I'm done. Yeah, and I can focus on myself again. So. Yeah, you definitely need to focus on yourself again because these niggas is garbage. And like, honestly, I want people to understand like how hard it is to be a non-man every day because it's like, you can't even just enjoy a one night stand in peace. You can't even like have like open, like fun, free loving sex because like it just, it's ruined by the fact you have to know if a nigga gonna fuck with you or not. And even if you try to like vet it, the situation it still doesn't turn out correctly because you let this nigga tell you all this shit about him and he lying about the whole thing. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck you like this. I'm gonna get this done and never, and never yeah. does. All never day, does. sending me videos of his dick. Like, no, I believe that. He was sending me pictures of his He was literally hyping this up and then just get here, just throw that whack dick at me. I'm just like, okay, all right. That's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's really upsetting. Like people have to understand that. Um, I'm so sorry, friend. I, I really hope. Uh, and you'll find better dick yeah. in the future. It's okay, Ariel. Or better pussy, or whatever, whatever could get it together. I'm listening and learning, Ariel. So. Not, no, okay. All right, moving on. Um, so my confessional is basically, I did like some bird shit. Wait, what? I did some bird shit. I don't know if it's that bird you shit. That you haven't told me yet? Yeah, I haven't said anything yet. <gasps> Cause it happened like around Valentine's Day. So I did some bird shit and um, I bought a relationship card game off Instagram. Listen, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> it would be rude for me to judge you after what I just You can said. do it. You can do it. Where did you buy it from? Instagram. No, was it like a nigga blog or something? What was no, it? No, it wasn't a nigga blog. So I got, so like. <laughs> Is a black love boutique what the fuck no i got so i no i didn't do that uh but i would but you know i would buy from a black company but not that not that um well, they love selling the card game you know? nah i don't like that shea butter baby shit with I'm light skin girl with the dark skin man i'm not doing it so i'm not buying um, that i'm not buying that so um <laughs> anywho i bought this card game and it's literally um from skin deep like it's like something that you could see constantly on ads and shit and like the thing that they like to post is like the messy shit because they have like a messy deck basically (laughs) where you ask um 
like somebody who's hurt you before so it's basically like a romantic like hurt you in a romantic way so that's the clips that yeah that's the clips they be playing but then i found out that they have other different types of relationship games that sounds fun to you it just sounded like something that's that prying sounds, that, and you know i'm a prior but i'm a sounds- judger and a prior you know this i'm miranda okay fine. so that's what i bought because i'm miranda don't whatever um so we're playing this game and it's like mad weird like birdie questions like one of the questions was really like oh why do you neglect me for porn we're playing this game i thought that's what i felt like we playing this game (laughs) because what the fuck is that what kind of a what kind of a fucking uh violent ass question that's what i'm saying like whoa 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 i was i was like please i really don't want to read this i really don't like i was like (laughs) because i'll read anything else but this like this is such a bird question that's not right it isn't and then like but the game is pretty funny like honestly i want to get more into it but it's hilarious because it's like, it asks all these dumbass questions sometimes, but some of the questions were good. Like some of the questions was, um, where do you think that I'll be in my life? And another question was like, oh, well, how does money affect us? How much money I make affect us? It was oh, like shit. all that. You wanted to do that on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was cute. And like, so cute. You know, they had a they had a dating one. They had I bought a dating deck and a long term couples deck. They have a strangers deck. They have the heartbreak deck. They have the just like the just getting to, like the like when you're just having a dating thing. So they had like a couple. No, I bought the long term and the couples, and then they have a dating one. So like there's all these different stages of relationships on there, and if like you just I guess want to be messy and pry. And like you don't just speak the fuck up. This is the perfect card card game for you. Because no, because some of the questions, honestly, I was like, I already told this nigga this probably multiple times. So, but like some of them was like, how does my person, this is, this one was a good one. How does my personality differ from, um, from who I am inside or something like that? Oh my God. It was so, yo, roasting niggas, roasting niggas. This nigga roasted me. First of all, this nigga. This nigga. I feel like if I, was, if I was Gregory, I would really be like, you setting me up. I really He would. did. He he was excited about it at first, but then he was just like this. Oh, he like sharing feelings. So he, he do like, yeah, he is Scorpio and Pisces. So oh. yeah. So which is like, so like I would I I like prying. You know I'm messy, bitch. I'm messy. But this nigga really was like, oh yeah, you try, he's like, you try to act like you so progressive and all this shit, but you really want traditional things sometimes. And I was like, no, I understand power structures and how respect works and how y'all niggas like to withhold things from certain looking people. So I'm not gonna let you withhold that for me just because yeah. I know I'm beyond this shit. Yeah. So absolutely not. So we really got to the nitty gritty, even though I'm sure I said this shit before. Goodbye. It really got down to it. So that that's my confessional. I'm gonna do more of it and I'm gonna What the hell is this? I what am how oh, we well, get from me fucking two niggas in one night and getting so wet you, dick 
to you being like, yes, guys, I shared, I, I have this card game. This really so you want to talk about, game. so you want to talk, well, you want to talk about my <laughs> sex life? Cause it was pretty good. Girl, it's confessional. That's what we talk. If you don't want to, that's fine. But I'm just like, how you have me out here hanging? I mean, confessionals, like, I feel like also just revolve around things that have to do with like, with sexuality. And I feel like it did because like we were literally, we had, so you have to stare at each other and do all this extra shit before you even start the game. You have to stare at each other? Yeah, so you have to stare at each other before you start the game for about, I think, 30 seconds to a minute. No. no. Yes. And then we had to do that. And then if you don't want to answer a question, you have to stare at the person for 10 seconds before you say no. You can't. Yes. Yes. It's really like, it's really, it, it, like, it's a lot. It's really intimate. Oh, my God. So I'm going to do that every time somebody asks me something, Ariel. I'm going to stare at somebody for 10 <laughs> seconds. Have a very late trimester pregnant pause and say no. <laughs> Thank you for incorporating. Because then I have a time to think about it. Thank you so much. Because that's what I need in my life, apparently, <laughs> to not have whack dick be thrown my way. I'm going to be like, they'd be like, what, what, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just like that. Did you hang up? Did you hang up? No. Like that. <laughs> Didn't they do, wasn't that the rule for John Tucker must die? <laughs> Where you have to like think about for you answer him back. What? Yes, you're like, don't do it too slow. Like it was hilarious. Yes. And I feel like that's that's actually something I could take with me apparently now. Cause you really think about 10 seconds. This makes them uncomfortable. It no, it's me. very uncomfortable. So you might just answer the shit or you're gonna have to stare at me while you about to tell me no for 10 seconds. Look at me. Oh. Look at me. Look at me. Look at, look at me nigga. while you lie to me, nigga. Look at my ass, nigga. Look at my <laughs> ass. Look at my ass. <laughs> Yes. No, but I, okay. Well, I also have really good. I had really good sex on, around Valentine's Day. I'm not gonna lie, like it was pretty lit. Um, it was like first of all, it was like a, like a trisk. It felt like it was very trisky. What does that mean? Oh, because I'm laying right. I just like grew myself, and I was like all clean and stuff. And I'm laying around. You just come from behind me and it's like holding me what? and like doing like all this extra shit what? and like being like be all on me and shit. Like I really like that. Like I like when people sweat me, even though like like not in a in a like regular way because that shit make me mad uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> I feel like only in like regular intimate like, like by myself. Wait, I don't like people do that shit in public. That made me uncomfortable but in private I really do like that because I like like ooh, I'm really wanted because sometimes I don't feel like I'm like sometimes you don't feel like you're wanted even if like someone's trying to engage in sex with you so it's good to have I know it sounds really like I'm really being a pussy right now but I really like that I'd be like this is hot this nigga is hot on me get off me that's what I'm saying like I want to be like get away from get the fuck away from I don't have to say that you know my ass be up my ass like I just want to say I love how Willow boyfriend is literally I told you he sucked a <laughs> fart out her ass like that nigga <laughs> loves that bitch and that's what I say I love seeing them on Instagram because I know I know for a fact he be tearing that shit up but you, know what, they, you know what it looks like I know what that shit look like but that's what I'm saying nah Greg really be harassing I don't really like take <laughs> pictures of him harassing me because it's, it's a lot and it's never like as cute as Will's boyfriend it's like nah, it's really just nasty really stuff harassing me it's nasty. It's always something gross. Like, ooh, your ass looks really fat in that. Or oh, ah! I can see your pussy print. It's never something cute. <laughs> it's never cute. Like, I can't post that on my haul. I can't post that on a U-Haul for it pretty little things. Your pussy look real good in it. It looks fat as fuck in that pants, girl. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Your titties looking extra fat. Like, what? Look. 
This is what I'm saying. Like, see, this is what I'm saying. This is why this is the shit. This is shit African Americans be doing. Uh, extra, extra fat. Real fat. Just some country shit. Very fat. That's how they talk to you. When I shit fat and pussy talk. This what this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So I can't post it. He not he not user friendly. So I'm not saying he not user friendly. Goodbye. I'm not about to post that. People, I'm like people come like, why the fuck did this bitch post this? She must have lost. Somebody hacked her shit. What's going yeah, on? Somebody hacked her shit. <laughs> why is this nigga talking about she got her pussy fat in the pants? What's happening? <laughs> I can see that shit from the back, girl. It's just a BBW page. I had no idea. It's a what if I put in my bio BBW stand page? <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I would do that. I'm like, it's a great fan page. I mean, uh, nah, but it, be incorrect. It, I had a pretty nice, I had a pretty nice Valentine's Day. It was a, it was extended though. It was like, cause he wasn't going to be there the day of until like the end because it was like, he's going to come late. That's cute. But yeah, so we like did everything from Friday to Saturday and then even a little Monday because like, uh, you know, it was a snowstorm. Something happened with the car. So it was like really annoying. So like, but we had a really good time. We had Moses, like we did a whole thing at the house. That's so cute. we didn't even leave the house and it was pretty nice. That's cute. Yeah. So that was my confessional. So now see, I'm leave Ashley hanging. I wasn't being a bitch. Right. I just wanted to let, to let y'all know how just... dilapidated my relationship is put clearly because I bought a fucking Instagram card game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. And played it. <laughs> but I'm about to play more of it. I'm not gonna lie. So I'll update that. I'm gonna update that. I'm give a review. Oh my God, Ashley, what are you doing? Yo, I feel like this white person wants everybody <laughs> to feel bad that they can't afford, like, what to give donations? Is that yeah. oh, my anxiety? It's just my anxiety. Yo, she oh, shout out to Shishi for that one. It's my anxiety. I can't. I'm, my anxiety. I'm Okay, all right, cool. All right, bitch. All right. I, oh, like, look. We don't have says, Look, when I hear white folks complain about why they can't pay black folks, told you, told Yo, you. you. Send that to me, send that to me. I'm but we need to, we can't be listening to memes and shit on here, Ashley. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, um, this was a really <laughs> cute episode. I'm so glad that we're getting back to, yeah, um, I miss you know, this. being able to do this. And I think that moving forward, um, this is going to be, you know, very fun. And yeah. I'm so glad that people have listened to the previous episodes and, yeah. you know, are listening to this one. Um, thank you so much for your support yeah. and for your enthusiasm and for, you know, hanging out. Hanging and out. I thank Ashley for showing up because she don't have to. So I really appreciate it. And like, I'm happy that we're doing the show again. I'm excited. Like I miss doing the show. It was really great. That's why I ended up being way longer than the fuck we planned um maybe it's not much longer so it's fine no no it's fine yeah yeah um but yes this is definitely t and the fuck a yes this is <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time yeah Bye. Bye.